So my wife called the doctor, and the doctor said, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. Hello and welcome to episode 95 of Dads Being Dads. I'm Chris Cadronio. With me tonight is Jason Fitzgerald and Randy James. Yeah, change it up a little. Hey guys, how's it going? Tip top, baby. Best day of my life. Nice. Mm-hmm. Greatest day of my life. It's good to be back. We, we lost the best day of my life for too long. We did. I, I kind of like that. I used to yeah. really bug out people at work with that. This one woman especially. She'd be like, what? What do you... Best really? And, uh, they, get, they, they start yeah. inquiring. Yeah. They, they really yeah. quiz you on I did it today a little bit. A couple. I think Amy asked me. Oh, no names. No names. Um, we'll, we'll call, call her, her Amanda. We'll We'll call Amanda. her, yeah. We'll call her Amanda. Uh, asked me how it was going. This is great. She's like, really? It's great. Yeah. Uh, why not? It's an awesome day. Yeah. Like, got my health. Sure. Got food waiting for me at lunch. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Right. I got a coffee in my hand. We got, we got the the building has heat. Uh, there we have you two go. Co- two coffee machine, three coffee mm-hmm. machines at work now. Yeah. I am getting paid money to be chatting with you right now yeah. about how great today is. And just like, you know, it's always the latest episode is the best, most sought out episode. Why not with life? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the latest episode is right. It's the best episode. Cause now it's, is the know, greatest time sure to do is. whatever you want to do. Don't dwell. Hmm. So how so, was uh, the you know what else is back? Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> you can't all pause uh, and then for all the same amount of again. time. Yeah. I'll, should we do a hand raising system now? Uh, no, no, systems, you just can't pause no. for so long. Take your thought and drive forward with it before everyone else does. I did. I thought I did. No, you paused. You both paused for the same amount of time and started exactly the same. And, time. Yeah. Oh, so you know what else is you back? Were, you were letting. You were letting. This is wonderful media right here. Elf wonderful. on a shelf. <laughs> no, no, that's not. So. You want to go right to the elf? All we right. have. Well, to. that's what Chris is saying. He's saying, guess what else is back? Spike um, is back. Spike is yours. Mm, yeah, I named it as a joke, and it stuck. Oh, so. I like Spike. Crystal's back in our house <sighs> with her forgot about burnt Crystal. face. We got to get Spike and Crystal together. I got some follow-up on that. So, uh, on the burnt face? Yeah, the wife buys a new chandelier for, okay. the, for the, or whatever, ceiling light for the dining room. Chandelier? I go in, I don't know. This probably called a chandelier. What, why? What's so funny about a chandelier? Isn't that what it's called in the dining it's, room? It sounds a bit... Um, Opulent. Yeah, opulent. It's yeah. not. I mean, is it is it diamond? Is it all diamonds? <laughs> no. What? We took Just our a- uh, we took our old sad one out, but she, uh, in let's see, day before Thanksgiving, we got the thing. She's like, "Oh, you think you could get it in before Thanksgiving?" I'm like, "Sure." And we're prepping the room. We had the dining room light on, and I go in after having gathered up all my tools and stuff, and I go in the room, and it stinks. I'm like. Oh my gosh, Crystal's face is still stuck to the light bulb and it's still burning and it smelled awful. Everyone's like, oh, I don't notice what do you mean it. It's still stuck to the light bulb. So, when well, did it get? Last, I think we missed that part it? of the story. No, you didn't. You did with your Alzheimer's, but no, right. the, the prior year. And I t- that's how I opened From a year ago, I'm supposed to remember this? Oh, well, I just also said it, it five seconds ago to lead into this, but you know, we won't. And last week's show. <laughs> and last week's show. Good point. So, anyway. Crystal, who I put up, who still bears the scars, which I said a few sentences ago. Apparently, her face was still stuck to the bulb, uh, which we—I guess we don't turn it on that often because I hadn't smelled it, and, and it was the same smell 
So uh, you- I, I pulled down the chandelier, and sure enough, there's like little chunks of elf face on it. Wait, are you uh, telling me? Because you keep saying still stuck. Yeah. What's the time horizon here? A like year 12 later. Months? <laughs> so her face was stuck to this like, chandelier. Yeah, the the skin, if you would. So because she's left with this her- big patch, patch mark. Okay. And no one removed her from the bulb a year ago. Okay, so the residue of her face remained. I got you. Okay, see, that's an important detail. We, we, we moved her away that, that same morning when I rescued my house right. from burning All down. Right. All right, I got and you. And we preserved her. Like, there was this big hash mark on her face, but now it's part of her, you know, charm. And um, But the chandelier had been but the, off. The chandelier, yeah, shut it off. And apparently we haven't had it on more than a few minutes here or there for gotcha. a year. All right. And so then you have I got, a room. You have a room in your house that does not require lighting. The dining room, I apparently 12, not. Twelve months out of the year. <laughs> and if we do have it on, it's quite dim. So, in preparing for the new chandelier, we had it all fully lit up, and we were cleaning out the room and moving the table out of the way. Blah blah blah. So, yeah, Crystal's face still was all burning. Right. So I took see, now, it down. Now and, I understand. Now I see the whole picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kids and I were looking at the gory residue on the bulb and. It did some weird things to the bulb, too, like the faux fog or whatever they put on Uh that. It was all, like, burned away, too. So I don't know if it was some catalyst to further bulb destruction. But long story short, we got the new uh, chandelier up, and there's an elf on the shelf now marauding the house. And the elf on the shelf now has her own small elf on the shelf. So, if I hold started, on a second, stop. Yeah, explain that. Yeah, back up. <laughs> we've got a meta elf. So not only do I have to move Crystal around every day, there is Davy, who was purchased by my daughter uh, to hang on the tree, but is now, mm, what's the word, drifting, but in in Crystal's shadow. So now Crystal's in one spot. Davy ends up in another spot. And now I have to take broker two elves. And if you don't move them, the children realize it. Like the other morning, she comes down and says, Crystal's in the same spot, Mom. <laughs> She's down at four <laughs> or five in the morning. She comes creeping downstairs as Mom's getting ready. And we're like, uh, yeah, well, she's probably still sleeping like you should be. And uh, Right, right. Yeah. She hasn't gotten up yet. How, how do you... <laughs> How do you keep yourself from, since you have the the man and the woman elf now, mm-hmm. I mean, how do you uh, oh, refrain Randy, yourself from... a man from, elf and a woman elf love each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're not tempted at all to do lewd things that are maybe not well, no, so, so lewd. So you got your elf on the shelf, which is like, what, a tw- uh, foot tall or whatever. This little so baby guy. Well, whatever okay. the hell the elf on the shelf is. About. He sits, though, so he's not yeah, a foot total. It, but right. standing up. Like right. you would measure any human's height. It's about a foot, I would say. That doll, right? Well, Davy's a little Christmas ornament. So he's like two inches. So now I got a mini elf or a meta elf, if I'm calling him now, because I have to not only hide the elf in the shelf, but I then have to hide the elf's on the shelf's elf. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you calling him a melf? A uh, melf? Maybe. A meta elf. Oh, meta elf. It's a little slippery yeah. slope. Ah, there should, we go. Should I get one of these? No. <laughs> Hell no. Second. <laughs> we forgot this morning already. Uh, and by forgot me, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
And that daughter comes down again, you know, 6.30, and she's like, oh, look, the thing didn't move. A spike didn't move. And I'm like, uh, he didn't, uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, dolls I, don't I, move, dummy. I, was, I, I had no, yeah, and my son's even talking about how it has a tag. And I'm like, oh, come on. Oh, he's, he's, he's just stealing like, the veneer. <laughs> no, he's, they've known him. He has had a tag for over a year. It's like, come on. It's not real. So like, does just, your son know? <sighs> no. Is well, he just into it for fun, or do you? Does he just I, go along with it? I think it? he's like, trolling dad at this point. I, I hope he is. <laughs> I would. I would have rather that than the uh, uh, the elf. I'm exhausted mm. of the elf. It, it, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems and, like and fun. It, right? it can be. My wife's all fired up about it. She's like, "Yeah, I saw this thing. They got a couple ideas. I'm not going to spoil them." Um, so she has some ideas with the elf. She gets behind it more than I do, but even still, it's sort of like a, I don't know, it's, it's make, like a it's chore. It becomes a chore. Yeah, it's a chore. Well, plus I, I it's that put him in the blender. that faux deception you're doing. So, Ugh. I, I'm going to segue out of this uh, for a second. With okay, and I've kind of did a little like uh, self analyzation, 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 introspection. It's called masturbation. Now continue. Um, no. <laughs> Should I bleep that out? Hell no. Probably. <laughs> Maybe just cut the last minute out. Um, nope. The kid stuff I get bored of, and I feel bad about. And I'm with you, I, we well, you yes, you're with me. Sort of. So uh, Thanksgiving, what did you do for Thanksgiving? How was your guys' Thanksgiving? Good. Okay, good. So on my Thanksgiving, we went to this water park. uh, Oh, we heard about that. Yeah, we we heard the pre-going to the water park. Yeah, did you all end up there? We did. Nice. And Jason was clearly bored. I just did not have the fun that they wanted me to have. And I was like... Mm. So you're this pouting. Kind of, not like pouting, no. I was trying very hard not to be like a wet blanket on, uh, pardon the fun pun, uh, wet blanket on the fun because, but I was just like, I'm sweat. It's not that warm in here. I'm cold. The kids are kind of, the baby was a little bit cranky. And, but yet my son and my daughter, they were having a blast. So I was trying to like, you know, put a good game face on, but I'm like, this kind of sucks. Like, I don't know. Uh, and so I'm like feeling the same way about the elf, and I'm just like, well, what's wrong with me? I should. Like, You're in the yeah. winter funk. I'm it's in a it winter too. funk. I've been in a winter funk for like three weeks. I'll tell you what I did. Okay. Yeah, you were uh, happier about that place than you didn't have the same sort of. But you well, have- well, I had an advantage that you didn't, which I mean, there yeah. was a clear ratio problem. You had four children, two of which needed constant supervision. Oof, yeah. I had two children, neither of which needed any supervision, really, and I had like seven adults there, so. Your ratio was a bit off. I mean, my niece would go off with the kids. I had my grand, you know, my parents were there. My wife was there. I could basically have been doing whatever I wanted. And for about an hour, I just laid on my back floating in the kiddie pool. I think you found me there once. <laughs> as as my daughter went up and down the slide. You know, I didn't have to do it. If I could have had a drink on the side of the pool, <laughs> it, it would have been ideal. Yeah, it's it slightly cold. Was they had a there. bar there. Did you could have been, could at have the been pool area? Over. Yeah, that's silly though. Was I mean, it twelve I mean, bucks was for a drink or something. Yeah. Um. But I also understand what you're saying because w- basically waiting more than sixty seconds in line for one of the slides was trying. I mean, it was it was awful. Like I'd rather go to one of the other. 
I'd rather go down the baby slide that yeah. is three feet long and not have to wait than climb up all these stairs and wait forever. It just kind of sucked the fun out of it, and the kids were excited. The lines, the lines so I didn't think were that bad. I mean, the only one, the only line that was really kind of slow was the the terrifying ride there. The lines were not bad, right? But I still did not like them. Yeah, well, you're standing there. You know, it's probably eighty degrees in that place, uh, maybe eighty five, yeah, yeah. but and you're soaking wet, so it's not like you're like. I don't know. Anyways. But I think I understand what you're saying. Even just in recent weeks, I have been consciously trying to engage with, like, and understand what the kids want to do because I've been slipping. And uh, so, for example, I wanted to... I want my kids to sing more. You know, I'm always grasping at different things. Like, let's let's try do instruments. Let's try singing more. So we got all this equipment here. I got this microphone. Got the computer. So I figure uh, let's have the kids try their hand at karaoke. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it would be cool. And my four-year-old daughter gave it a try. I played some videos on YouTube so she could sing along with them, right? Like, literally karaoke kids music. Uh, she can't read the lyrics, but she knows the tune. And so I thought the end product would be something super cool where it's like, okay, if I get a song, she knows the words to, I can record her and then overlay it on the music and we can produce this whole thing. And it'll be really neat. And she'll really like it. Well, what it it actually was is for three nights in a row, she sat on my lap in front of the computer for an hour. I'm not kidding. She never got tired of pretending to sing to all these songs. And it was awful. Like she couldn't hear herself because she had the headphones on. She didn't know the words. So she wasn't, she was just kind of like, yay. You know, every once in a while she'd say something loud, like one word she knows, so she'd say it real loud. And the rest of the time she was just kind of humming along to the tune kind of quietly. She just kept going and wanting another one. And I'm like, yeah, okay, this is awesome. You're doing great. You're the best. Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't want to drag. Or just I didn't want to be like, "This is the worst." I'm so bored. We have to do something else because she'd freak out. She was enjoying it, so I had to kind of force myself into this. This is something she's enjoying. There's no reason for me to ruin her fun. I'm just gonna sit here and let her keep enjoying this. And this is kind of the drag of the younger kids, right? When they need you, when they need you engaged with them all the time. I mean, obviously, you can be engaged with your older kids, too, but less frequently. So I kind of think I hear what you're saying. Mm. Hmm. I had a different experience with Thanksgiving. We hosted, so we spent 48 hours cooking uh, to lead up to it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And do you think that would be rough? And there were a couple spots that was a little rough, but it it turned out to be really awesome because we got the kids kind of not so much involved, but asking and kind of at least interested in the process. Uh, they were pretty excited for it. And then so when the day finally came, we just like feasted and everyone feasted. And then we chilled out and they were, they were a little crazy here and there, but it turned out to be really cool. And it almost like got, they got into that deep vacation mode. So no one wanted to take off the PJs. No one wanted to go outside. We were just like lazying around the house for days at a time, feasting on turkey dinner after turkey dinner. It was glorious, and we. I finally get them outside a couple times. 
Because the weather was fantastic, but they're like, no, yeah, right. I don't want to go cycle. I don't want to take off my PJs. And I'm like, well, keep your PJs on. <laughs> throw on some shoes and a jacket. Let's get the heck out of here before it's cold and rainy and snowy. And uh, I got them out, and they were bopping around. And I don't know. I think the time indoors might have primed them for anything is interesting. Because I literally, oh, what day was it? Sunday. You would think I hosted like a puppet show or something. I had all three kids riveted to me changing the oil in the snowblower. It was, <laughs> it was the strangest phenomenon ever because they were fascinated by it and they hung out and they asked questions and they were mm -hmm. helping tip the thing to drain the oil and asking all about the tools. And I'm just like, what the heck? So it ended up being kind of a really completely awesome break well they like to participate right so you they sure you, do your uh inclination that's what i'm looking for might be like look i'm just trying to change the oil get out of my face and get this done or you'll we'll be bored and you just expect right. them to be immensely think, bored and annoying well, there's about two it. sides to it you think they're not gonna like it right and you know it's gonna take longer if they help true right? quote, or it's unquote. gonna get messed up but then you know, you're missing out, right? What's the point of shooing them away? Because, again, I do this all the time. But I, I, lately, I've been way more conscious. Okay, let's look at this together. Totally. You know, just here's give them all the background information, whether or not they right, absorb exactly. it. Here's how it works, and this is what happens on the inside, and it gets real dirty. So every year before it snows, we want to dump all the old stuff out. And they're the new they're blah, blah, fascinating blah. About, about what caused it to get darker. Metal shavings. Metal shavings. And Josie was just like, what? It was crazy because she actually like just listened to the explanation and she kept asking more questions. I'm like, well, this is great. That is, that's hard. That's, I mean, this is one of the reasons why I admire teachers, right? Right. Because they have, they do that. They have to do this. They have to be in that mode. Yeah. All the time. It's crazy. And that's why they can be kind of creepy to talk to if you catch them in, in their on hours, right? <laughs> I think they can turn on and off, you know, on the weekend or during the weekday. Yeah, there's a ramp like, down, though. There's yeah, definitely there's, a ramp down. Right. <laughs> you catch them midday, and, you know, they'll oh, give you the, oh, how so are you? Oh, we're going to go. <laughs> that's right. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then you start becoming the student again. Suddenly you're in detention. <laughs> It's a nightmare. I'm sorry, Miss K. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. All the time, got to be yeah. on. I know, constantly on. Sorry, right. I, I like the water park. Back to the <laughs> no, the water park. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the kids had a blast, so it was a good, it was a good time. I, I would recommend that. I know the Great Wolf Lodge that are around the nation. I recommend it as a family mm -hmm. getaway. There are a lot of wolves involved, or there was some uh, wolves. Everyone, everyone got wolf ears yeah. to wear. Uh -huh. Somehow we were given four wolf ears at the desk, and we left there with five. So, <laughs> one of your kids is a klepto. Uh, okay, yeah, good to know. Well, there's amazing. six of you. You should have had six. Uh, the parents weren't offered the wolf ears. I didn't ask for. Oh, them. Our, our whole family had them. Oh, <laughs> it was one of those mouse ears. You know, are so passe, right? Wolf, you know, I gotta have the wolf ears. Some people wore them begrudgingly, and others. I do. I do want to offer this recommendation. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you go to the Great Wolf Lodge, bring food with you for however many meals that you don't want to spend a ton of money on, and snacks because the food we, there was not cheap yeah. or very good. But we brought a ton of food, so maybe we just didn't share our prep information oh, we here. Brought, well, so we 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 ate Thanksgiving dinner there, which 
we knew it was going to be kind of out uh, overpriced, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I, well, we didn't have to do any prep. So that was sort of a sunk cost that we expected. But then for dinner, I, I don't know why I totally spaced on dinner that night and we ate a bunch right. for think the, for lunch. So I didn't, we did, we ended up buying a pizza at like eight o'clock at night, which was late and yeah. uh, you know, it wasn't very good, but we should have done something better for dinner. Like just brought sandwiches or something. We did bring breakfast the next morning. So we were covered there and then we, we needed another lunch, but by then we were out of there. That was enough. But four meals in in this place, you know, they got a good setup there. They get you there and you kind of, you're going to leave, you're not going to leave because you're staying overnight and you're going to be there mm-hmm. for about four meals. So I did, good I did them. begin to notice on a different topic. I did begin to notice this funny change in my son. Maybe, you know, we do a new phase of his life, I think. Right. Because while we were there, so that there's these, you know, would you say they're teenagers? How old would you say the kids that are working there were? I think there are a lot of them were like young college students from like Fit- Fitchburg State and stuff. Because even I even the ones that are like manning the tubes, not the lifeguards, the, but tubes. the tubes. Um, I well, mean, whatever. So yeah, they were, I, you know, they were to the to our children, they're adults. Yeah, you know? sure. They seem yeah, and just uh, hilarious. My son was watching <laughs> them intently. And and I, I you know I could see him looking at them and the one kid would load everybody up in the tube and push them the the in the inner tube there's two different types of tubes here the inner tube they sit in and then he'd push them down the tube they slide in right get it and then as they're going down he'd howl down the tube be like ooh you know down the tube because it's Great Wolf Lodge right mm-hmm. and he's watching him do this and I could I it was hard to read his face but I could tell he's like interested. And then he starts howling just kind of randomly <laughs> as we're going down the slide or every time one of the ki- kids that works there howls, he howls back at them. I'm like, you know, he's kind of acting like a little weirdo. Like, so you, uh, what? What, do you, what do you want a job here or something? He's like, this would be the best. Uh, <laughs> he's he's just playing his career, uh, doing his career he's, option. He's super excited about it. This is his dream job now. He's like, yes, I want to be a. Water slide. I want to be a tubologist. Tube jockey. <laughs> Tube jockey. Oh, God, jeez. All right, it's fine. Not going to crush your dreams. Again, back to the... No, like, good yeah, college. That sounds... That's what college is for. Right. Take all sorts of random jobs that make you focus on actually completing your major. <laughs> hey, I mean, I bet they were doing all right. There was act- they were active. They were very attentive. I thought the employees there were, were top-notch. For... The lifeguards? Should we talk about the lifeguards? I don't think so. It's weird. They did this weird head thing where they... like. What? I don't... It's hard to describe. It's really hard to describe. But when you think of your your summer camp lifeguard sitting in a chair, you know, eating popsicles and just kind of like looking at their phone. No, they're pretty good. This is these were not them. Okay, (laughs) these these kids had a regimented routine. Is that redundant? They were ROTC. Yeah, they had to follow this scheme. I can't think of words today. So to the letter. Like, they had a path they walked, and if you crossed their path, they'd blow the whistle at you and shoot you away. Or Whoa. throw a shoulder and elbow at you. Yeah. Awesome. So you would, out, out of the they'd way. Run, they'd run right into you. They would, <clears> they, because they're not looking at their path. They have, not only do they have a path they have to walk, but they have a path their eyes have to scan. And from my best assessment, I mean, I, I got bored and watched them for a little while. It's like It was disconcerting every, watching them. It's very weird watching them, yeah. but it was maybe like a 20-second interval where they did the entire loop. And, you know, the, my, you know, the best I can imagine here is they're like, well, you basically have, you have a, you have 
20 seconds to get through your whole loop because if a kid falls in the water as soon as you pass time zero, you yeah, better get brain you better damage. get you better get back there before they've inhaled too much water. I'm like that's this is crazy. Just the way that their their heads would go, you know, up and around and they'd look in all the edges of the pool and so, the corners. So the sweep. way I described it was like pretend your eyes don't move in their eye socket. Like that's how they <laughs> that's had to like their maybe their they were owls. Owl no, like hybrids. their eyeballs wouldn't move, so they had to move their entire head. They to move their entire see. head. Yeah, yeah, like I'm doing it, so I know I came off the mic there, but yeah, I got all. I, but so it was really kind of weird, and their heads were moving all over the place. And it, it sounds like they they obviously have safety protocols they're following to ensure yeah. their field of view covers the maximum volume of the pool. And all, like you said, if they're looking under the lip of the pool and stuff. I mean, they're taking safety super seriously. And that, I mean, as weird as it might have been, that sounds like exactly no, what yeah, you want. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yes, I agree, hundred percent. That's what you want. These guys were all very attentive, and they had mm-hmm. a protocol. Like Randy can tell his story too, but I saw one kid take a wipeout, like try to run across a slide, That's like right. parallel to this, like jump yeah. across it, and then stepped on it and just totally crashed. And the the woman like had the thing where she put her fist up in the air and she had a double tw- double whistle tweet tweet Dweep. like and uh, like she did that a couple times and then like like a minute went by and she did it again as she was attending to the girl so there was obviously some sort of like superpower that was like listening and that she was communicating with I, I, don't, I don't it was I think I, it, I think it was a way to let the other guards know that she was breaking from her station oh sure yeah that's right. what I mean yeah. Because how do they if they have these weird routines yeah. and one of them has to go save someone yeah. who covers There's a gap in coverage, yeah. There's a huge gap for you know, and then they're all panicky, like, Oh, I'd love to save you, kid, but there's I have to watch my space. Yeah. That's, that's the whole reason why you're watching <laughs> Yeah. Series of kids just falling in. Yeah. That's what you can stage it, right? Have get your you know, get your kids all in involved right be like you go jump in the water lay face down for a while as soon as the lifeguards goes after your brother then you go dive in the water (laughs) same spot 10 feet away you know (laughs) zone a right (laughs) yeah we saw the little at least i think this is what the what it was there was a a baby doll sitting by one of the trash cans that i'm fairly certain they used to test the lifeguards like like Yes, yeah, someone would sneak it into the pool and then kind of, you know, use the stopwatch, right? Oh, man. I mean, that's a little freaky. That's super yeah. freaky. I think, I, I mean, mm-hmm. if I were them, I would probably just keep my eye on that baby doll yeah. sitting by the trash can. That's right. <laughs> that would be part of my scanning path. Be like, I see you. I see you picking it up. Where are you going with it? Where are you going with Because <laughs> you can be too focused, right? I mean, that's a stressful sounding job. You can't, see, you can't see Randy doing the head motions that the person's doing <laughs> as he describes it. <laughs> you have to see it to really appreciate it. Yeah, you do. But yeah, I thought the man had, might have had Tourette's or something, and then I saw two of them doing it. I was like, nope, nope, not Tourette's. Of course, I don't really know what syndrome would move your head around like that all the time. Tourette's. And then, yeah, as Jason was alluding to, I I ruined their whole scheme. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Go did on. You, did you need to be rescued? No, I usurp. <laughs> I usurped one of their rescues. Uh oh. I mean, it was purely coincidental. Of course. And uh, in hindsight, Says I might have made dead. some different decisions. He had a but, suit yeah. on, even. He, like a, not a bathing suit. He, <laughs> he had, had the a Superman. Full, <laughs> he, no, the Dr. James suit was on. <laughs> oh, the black, no, full-body uh, uh-huh. 1920s swimming attire? No, no he no. meant my suit and tie, because of the oh, doctor story with oh, the woman right. yeah, and the diabetic. I remember falling that. In the, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we've got references upon references now. Throwback. 
Yeah. Well, I was looking to, to full disclosure. I was looking for my own daughter because I couldn't find her. And I happened to be, you know, my eyes were doing the scanning thing too. And I happened to be looking in the bottom of one of the tubes right when this girl came out. And, you know, it's, it just kind of all came into focus at once. She had her hand on her head and I saw blood spurting out between her fingers. Oh, geez. Right. So I could have, you know, in hindsight, I probably should have just turned right around because I'm fairly certain the lifeguard was like right behind me, you know, uh. almost an arm's length away. And I could have just grabbed her right then and said, hey, yeah, there you go. There's something for you to do. <laughs> but instead, I scooped the girl up. What? And Worse. Dr. James. And basically <laughs> covered her head and walked over to the nearest towel, switched it for the towel, and then asked her where her parents were. And she told me which direction they were in. So I went that way. And then within the span of like 10 seconds, her dad saw me, came over. I told him really quick what it was, told him to hold the towel on her head. And then I turned around and went back and got the lifeguard. Uh, but she didn't notice. Like, I, I managed to scoop this girl away, and none of them had no- in, in the 19 <laughs> seconds that the space oh was un, unviewed. Right, in this little loop. But then they did exactly that. I said, you know, hi, this girl over here with the towel on her head has a big... I mean, it was a nasty cut. It oh. was... You know, and... and in memory, right, it, who knows how big it was, but it was open. Well, like, and plus, was, head injuries bleed like crazy. Yeah, it was like right above her eye. And uh, so I went over and told one of the lifeguards, I'm like, she's really bad cut. It's definitely going to need stitches, but whatever, you know. And then he did the same <laughs> but thing. But I'm not he a did. doctor. Yeah. I've, I've given you the <laughs> I prognosis, but I have no this, idea just, if that's right. But he did exactly what Jason said. He put his he put his arm up and he blew the whistle twice or something. I'm like, what is What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and then I just, I walked away. I'm like, okay, my job's done here. I'll go find my kids and go down the water slide. And uh, maybe like half hour later, they tracked me down. Like this team of lifeguards. Oh, geez. Found me because they must have asked someone and they told someone else. And they it's told, the guy I don't in the suit. <laughs> the guy's swimming okay, in the they suit. They wanted to quiz me on all these things. Ah. They're like, They're like, how did you, you know, what did you see? Did she fall out of the slide? You know, what happened? I explained it. They're like... And how did you find her parents so fast? <laughs> they were going through all these things. Because I think they were slightly concerned that the lifeguards didn't pick it up as well, which was... Yeah. And meanwhile, some stranger picks up a kid and starts walking away with her. <laughs> Gee, I don't know what might have made them come find you after that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm right there. And this girl is like... Yeah, it's right in front of you. She's about to start bawling, and there's blood spurting out between her fingers, right? What am I going to do? Be like, hey... Where's your you parents, get, kid? You should you should totally get that looked at. You know, <laughs> you got to do something. You know, my instinct was to to get it covered. Like the first thing was just to get you know pressure on the wound. Obviously, first aid. Come on, everybody knows this. Does everybody know this? Uh, pressure. Well, give us Direct a reminder. Pressure. Refresher. Jeez, I mean, any cut, right? Any wound that's bleeding, get pressure on it. You got to stop the bleeding. That's step one. How does that stop one. the bleeding, though? Uh, well, the blood backs black. The blood just gets backed up and then clots. Blood is supposed to clot. When it hits air, it clots. Right. Otherwise, it would just free flow out of the wound. So you're providing right. If it's free flowing, so it, it's, yeah. it's always fresh blood, so it's always going to keep flowing out. But if you put pressure on it, it's going to yeah. slow down. Now and think of it as this. Yeah. Blood travels in tubes. Those tubes are now severed and open and spraying. So you put pressure, closes the tubes, and assists with coagulation. It's all about like tubes, man. Tubes. Yeah. yeah. Everything's about tubes on this trip. 
But then, then Jason gives me the news. I think you told me. But he's like, "Did you see that girl with the like yeah. thing on her head?" And she's sitting there. I'm like, "She's still here." Yeah. <laughs> That's like I mean, four hours ago. Well, as I walked away, I'm like, "Oh, their night's ruined." Because to me, I'm like, "They have to leave. They have to leave and take her to the hospital." Because there's there's no way that isn't going to need stitches. It might not I, have though. No, I think it's just it was one of those. Well, we stopped the bleeding. Let's finish dinner. <laughs> oh. I mean, that isn't that what you said? They were like all sitting. They were eating. eating. I mean, the girl was still crying. My my wife pointed out, "Oh, that poor girl, she's crying." And she, just, you know, she had a butterfly on her head and another bandage. Oh, they gave her, yeah. And uh, I was like, "Oh, I guess so." And then, of course, Doctor James tells me that I had to rescue a kid. <laughs> 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 I had no choice. Yeah, but I, I mean, I hope they. Well, whatever. Who knows what happened? Yeah, You're listening. Your stitches yeah, feel well. Right in. Yeah. You can email us at dadsbeingdads at dads at dadsbeingdads.com and tell us Wouldn't your that be side funny of the story. If, if that family was listening, it would be amazing. It'd be the would odds be super are pretty amazing. high very, or very, low, whatever. Very low. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's extraordinarily low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had a question. I wanted to follow up on something. I know we have a lot of stuff in the, in the show notes, but last week. Uh, Chris was talking about his daughter playing Minecraft and was getting frustrated about being able to build the thing that she was building. And uh, Randy took that as a leap board off of into how uh, Molly couldn't draw the picture from the book. You guys remember this? This was a week ago. And then, uh, and it was sort of like, what's our motivation? And I, I was listening. I listened to the show on Thursday morning, and um, this is something I've been struggling with with my with my kids. Like, my son takes an art class and he does well with it, but he doesn't ever want to draw like that stuff that he does in the art class, like for fun. Like, he'll do this stuff in the art class, and he seems to do pretty well for it. Again, you know, he's eight years old, so uh, keeping everything relative. But um, how do you? instill any sort of motivation for your kids kids to do anything that's not just like the simple way or the easy way out. Do you know what I'm asking you? I don't know, man. (laughs) I got lost in the question. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got a little bit lost in the question. How how do you convince them? All right. Well, here's another story. So then we, we, my, my kids bring, bring out strategic. What I'm looking for is I'm trying to figure out the, the overall arc of this conversation or this sub set of this podcast is motivation my son gets out stratego and if you don't know what stratego is it's a board game and it's a, a kind of like a chess game where you have your pieces and you but you can set them up how you want and your the object is to get the flag from the other team but you you have your like like yeah you got and, and, and it's all number based right and there's some like a three can take out a bomb and a spy can take out the other person's 10 but we set the game up and I'm, they kind of play a little bit, but it's a little bit like I'm set. I'm working with my six year old daughter who's, and we're playing my eight year old son. And my daughter turns to me and she says, Daddy, how come you always take games so seriously? And uh, we went on to like beat him and he got, we got ahead of him in the game to the point where he realized that there was no way for him really to win, that we were, knew where his flag was and that we were going to come take it. And he got really angry and he like, this was the first time, you know, the, the uh, a cliche where he flipped the board over, but he grabbed uh, a handful classic. of pieces and he just chucked them. Like he lost his 
bleep. Like he lost his like he lost control of himself and he just lost his temper and games used to the make board. me mad, especially cards. So I could relate. Like games of chance would drive me bonkers. Yeah, so it's not a, well. I mean, I don't think it's not a game of chance, right? But my daughter's question to me, and then while I was playing my son, and then he lost his composure, I was like, "You, what you should have done here, Jay? Like the the better way to react to this, I thought was like, listen, I'm teaching you, I'm better at the thing, and I'm not really good at strategic. I'm not trying to say that, but I like understood a little bit more like strategy because they just kept taking one piece and like going as far as they could until they met like an opponent that was stronger than them, and then lose that piece." And of course, I made him walk his 10 into my 9, which took my 9, but then my spy was right on the other side, and I just took his 10. So then I had like the higher, uh, I don't know, it worked out that I had the highest piece on the board. So that's a, like, that puts me in a, a really strong position. But basically, I was telling him, like, instead of getting all upset, you, you should be looking at this like, what can I learn from this situation? Like, yeah, exactly. I, right. And, but that's, that's kids, though. I mean, I remember being like that. And I remember wanting to learn it and understand it, but I also remember my emotions being so strong and I was so irritated at either my luck of the draw or whatever. It's just, it's frustrating. They they don't have any control of their emotions, right? Or they barely do. And so not only is he learning the game, but he's learning how to deal with like frustration and rage and, you know, over, like, it, I remember too, like, I, start to go ahead in the game and I couldn't control myself either. I'd be like, Argh! like, woo, I got this bitch. Yeah! And you know, you just like, you can't control it. Cause you're like this unfiltered little emotion ball. So yeah. How do you teach them? This is one <laughs> of like, these... to, like stand back and think and ponder. I don't know. Well, it was also uh... because the way my daughter asked like, daddy, why do you take the game so seriously? And she's right. Like, I don't care what game it is, whether or not it's, you know, strategic that I'm sitting down and playing for a half hour or, some video game or like so pick up basketball game. I don't know why though, but that's like my motivation is to do what to like, I don't know. What do I do? To do I, do I, win? I don't think you can teach directly to take. I mean, that's too far of a jump. You can't say you have to take this seriously. They'll immediately not want to do it, mm. but we were playing it checkers is, the other day. Well, it's a question. Is it is play is trying to play something by the rules too serious no i think keeping right. the rules is fine yeah exactly and that uh, might have he, been the answer for her it's like uh maybe i'm not taking like i, I just want the game well, to the, be played like it's that supposed game to be played. well that game just might be too complex could be too so, yeah you know so for her maybe i don't think it's too complex for my son for her yeah, yeah. so she's you know you could play a different game with her and uh go through so in that case you can be like well i, I just enjoy playing hey, whatever you're gonna say to her i don't know but um yeah, I mean, I had a similar problem because if we play checkers, I'm always going to win. It's just I can see farther ahead. So how do I, how do I teach him what I'm doing so that he can enjoy the game more? And what was interesting to me is at least the last few times he wanted to play, and he, I mean, I kept beating him, but he wasn't upset about it. And I think it was partially because as we played, I kept asking him questions like, you know, if you if you put your piece there, where do you think I can move next? You know, if I move here, what's possible for you to do? So we'd kind of think of ahead and I'd let him undo things. Like, it wasn't strict in the sense that, oh, you know, you took your hand off the piece. It means your move's over. Ha, 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 I win. You know, it wasn't gloating. <laughs> I was trying to show him how to look forward 
to like move after move. He got mad at one point because I hadn't moved any of the pieces off my back line, you know, so he could never get a king because right. I didn't have to move them. Right. <laughs> right. So that was probably frustrating. And I was like, well, you know, this happened because of all these other moves we did and everything that happened earlier. So you got to, you know, this is what we'll do to think ahead. But, um, boy, that's, it's all like meta teaching stuff, right? How do you, how do you teach your kids how to learn <laughs> and then like how to learn, how to learn, you know, well, how to want eventually to, well, how like, to want to learn, yeah, how to want to learn. The There's thing. desire, but they don't have to know it's learning. I mean, they, I guess they can do that. Like, I don't know. How do you uh, show them know. this? And it's not something I'm very good at. Like I'm not a very good, I never, well, I never was a very good like student in the sense like, Oh, I'm going to study this whatever this thing is to learn it as much as I can. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I constantly try to reiterate this and I don't know if it's the right thing to go through this really long cycle of chopping everything up into the next small thing they can do. In other words, um, I don't know. My son asked about like what they usually get into. You know, ah, how come our house isn't bigger or something or, you know, I want to have a house like that when, when I'm older. I'm like, all right, well, you know, how do you, <laughs> do you think that house costs more or less than our house? He's like, oh, more, it's bigger. I'm like, well, that means you're going to need more money than we have. You know, where are you going to get money? He's like, oh, uh, working. Right? Well, how are you going to get someone to pay you money for working? He's like, well, I need to learn stuff. You know, okay, well, where are you going to learn stuff? I got to practice, you know. And we kind of keep drilling it down into like, well, what's, you know, what kind of stuff can you practice today? that will help you be ready to practice harder things tomorrow. STEM skills. <laughs> Boom. Right. Well, it always boils. It basically always boils down to, I'm going to go read or I'm going to go do math. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's almost always just, I'm going to spend a little more time doing the things that I can do today just to get more practice in and learn about little subjects. Cause I don't like throwing the, you can't throw that huge arc of a uh, college, right? They don't know what you're, they don't know what you're yeah, talking right, about. Right. It's way too soon for that. Relatable. But but you can you can I don't know if 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 that works for motivation. Of course, you could frame certain games to be these are like brain exercises. We always go back to the practice and exercise, and we do you know he's doing a ton of push-ups now, and that's good for his body, and he's doing brain exercises by reading and doing math and other things like that but I, I don't know i don't have the answer for you i think the in this particular case the answer is play a game with her that's much less complex and explain the rules very deliberately as you go and give her a chance to break them and fix them and break them and fix them and look ahead and look ahead and, and think through each step just like chris was doing with the snowblower you know that an was excruciating amazing. Over detail that. It was crazy. They just sat there and listened and asked questions and helped. I come in afterwards and Nicole's like, oh, you know, how's it going? Everything work out? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's done. It's been done for like 15 minutes. She's like, what? Because <laughs> we ended up doing it super fast. Super fast, too. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing, uh, to get back to Jason's thing, is expect that, especially a, a boy, maybe. I don't know if that's sexist or not, but I remember I was – I had a far worse temper when it came to figuring stuff up, figuring stuff out again, most especially with card games and other stuff than my sister. My sister seemed to roll with the punches more while learning stuff like that. 
I had a short fuse. I would get frustrated or feel victimized or feel like I was being cheated, even if it was be like me and my mom playing. Oh, I cheated! I don't know this rule. And I'd storm out and uh, yeah, family games. We do get I would that a lot. Storm out, and I and then cheating. I would just like get my Legos and play down on the floor next to them and be like, I can control this. I understand these yeah. things. So, hmm. well, I mean, that's, I guess that's in, natural, I think. In, in some of those cases, I think I would try to give a give them a chance to be like, okay, well, why don't we, you know, do this part over? Right. And so follow, follow the rules, yes, but they don't have to be strictly enforced. Right. Mulligans from are the get-go, liberal right? mulligans. It's like, it's like <laughs> when we play soccer with my daughter, right? She's constantly picking the ball up, right? And I keep having to repeat just. You just keep penalty kicking her. Penalty kick. (laughs) Penalty kick. Right. (laughs) Instead of placing her in the goal and drilling the ball at her at full speed. No, it's just (laughs) the penalty kick, right? uh, I just keep keep repeating myself. Chris, what did you do when... Oh, my goodness. Your daughter's name just evaporated from my brain. Josie. uh, Like, was getting upset playing Minecraft. Uh, I'd either tell her to take a break... Or mm-hmm. take a pause and explain to me what she's trying to do. There you go. And That's then good one. if she was explaining to me, she would oftentimes get irritated of having to explain it and just go off and do something else. <laughs> or she would explain it and I'd be gone, maybe try doing a four by four platform first and then going up from there. And then she'll figure it out. Uh, when she gets like crazy, like, when she was like, I'm like, okay, we're done. <laughs> like, give me the tablet. It's making you it's insane. Time for a snack and a drink. Exactly. That's sure. always a good solution, too. Let's not forget about <laughs> oh that. Oh my gosh. It's so great. That's again, we must have had, we did, I think, four to five loads of dishes every day of this vacation. We had breakfast. We had second breakfast. We had snack. We had lunch. We had second snack. We had third snack. We had dinner. We had nighttime snack. We ate. It felt like all we did was like eat and hang out and do like house chores and hang out with the family. It's crazy. But you know, anytime they got too squirrely, oh, who's hungry? Oh, I'm still hungry. Everyone's always hungry. (laughs) Yeah. I want to reiterate this one too. This is super important, at least in my house. You don't ask them when they're like freaking out. For whatever reason, it's very tempting as the power-wielding adult to be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to win this battle. You know? I'm going to wear them down. They're going to they're gonna obey my will. It is far easier to just say nothing, go in the kitchen, fill up a sippy, grab an apple or something, slice it up. If I ask my son if he wants a sliced apple, he will say no. Right. If I go in the kitchen and slice an apple up and put it in a bowl and stick it in front of him, he will eat the whole thing. Vacuum. Yeah. It magically appears in front of him with zero effort. Hell yeah, they got to grab this. <laughs> they will they be. were getting so lazy, too. Uh, uh, no lie. We're lounging on the couch. Alex's drink is on the coffee table about eight inches from his hand. And he's laying there on the pillow, like his half his body's on the pillow, one leg's up on the couch, one's draping over, his belly's poking out of his <laughs> his pajamas because they're riding up, and he's just like, Daddy, give me my drink. <laughs> I'm like, you are three years old, and you're this lazy, like, I didn't even know that was possible. Mm-hmm. And I look at him, I'm like, Alex. Are you serious? And he just gets this grin where he knows exactly that he's being like the laziest in the world. I'm like, man, it's 
something we're probably born with. It was hilarious, though. Love it. Mm. <laughs> so, hi. Several weeks ago, I have a related story to the water park head injury. Mm. Oh was, yeah, right. But we didn't bring it up because we missed the we missed the show, and then I sure. forgot and whatever. But this was um, I'm curious, you know, if this happens to you guys. But we got into this. My daughter fell off the swing set. She actually fell off the slide and our new swing set. And we, we hadn't really landscaped everything very well. It's very close to the drainage around the house. And she landed on a rock, like a very sharp rock on her head. And it was at night. And I think I was out getting beer, but that's not important. And so my, my wife <laughs> went and found her outside and was like comforting her. But it was dark. So she didn't realize that like blood was pouring down the back of her head. Uh, until she got her inside and I got home and I saw this like blood soaked dress. Oh. You know, and it's, it's on the back of her head. So it's in her hair. Yeah. You know? And we got into this situation where I'm like, Oh, geez. So she, how high did she fall from? I don't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't see her. My wife didn't see her. My son couldn't explain anything. No, none of, neither of us saw the impact. So we didn't have a good gut feeling for how severe it was. We could see the blood, lots of blood. And so I'm trying to get a look at it, but she's hysterical, you know, so I'm giving her time to settle down and, and, you know, finally I'm kind of able to look at it, but it's just, it's, here's a huge lump and it's really hard to see because the hair is all tangled in there and everything. And the discussion my wife and I are having are, you know, what do we, what do we do? (laughs) Like, do we go to the emergency room? And sit in that waiting area for who knows how long? Or do we clean it, you know, put some Neosporin on it, just kind of rub it into her hair because you can't put a bandage on there. Give her a shower or whatever, give her some ibuprofen, put some ice on it. Crew cut, clean it up. Shave her head off. Like, <laughs> where? Because if we hair. don't take shave her to the, the emergency off. room. Don't shave her head off. And she has some nasty concussion. It's a head injury, right? So you're all yeah. worried about like, yeah. is, is she, does he like have some weird hemorrhage? I don't know how that stuff works, right? Well, I mean, wrong with her brain. Watch, that's the first thing you do, right? We were on concussion watch. Yeah, you look I for the sleepiness and the dilated eyes and yeah. the tired or loss of appetite and all that stuff. Yeah, another thing, Mayo Clinic for the win. Go look at concussion watch. <laughs> you probably <laughs> remember a- more of the ear markers than I do at this point, right? <laughs> I think that's a wise first step. Yeah, always on the concussion watch. Look up the symptoms, and that's what we did. So I was checking her out to see if she was tired, and thankfully she was the total opposite of tired. Which then I was worried: is that the is that one of those sort of weird alternate symptoms <laughs> yeah. where some some kids get sleepy, some kids go nuts? You know, could be. She was very excitable. Um, but yeah, so that was a weird dilemma. We opted to not go to the emergency room. And we didn't even take her to the doctor at all. I don't think she had a she had an appointment for something else, like a week later, or maybe it was three or four days later. And we asked them to take a look at it then, and they were like, "It's it's fine," but but it was kind of nasty. And I tried the next day. I tried to get enough of a look at it to see if it. I thought it needed stitches, and I think you know I was like, "Well, it's really just a big scrape." 
Oh, you know, yeah. like a big chunk of skin missing, but it really made a long drag down her head. You know, so it was tough. I don't know what. Yeah. And she didn't have safe- a safe. She didn't have a massive egg there, right? She did. Oh, she did yeah. have a massive egg. She did have a pretty big lump. Yeah. Oh, so it was an impact. Oh, my, my, so. Yeah, no, yeah, it was more. It was like an impact, and she dragged yeah. her head across. The it room. sounds like almost when Alex fell back in his chair and s- smacked his head into another chair on the way down. Mm. Did you take him to the Which hospital? Is a very, it was a long, flappy cut. My, my where did, son. Where did, where to hold on, yeah, Chris. Did I'm you go not, to the hospital? Uh, we went to urgent care, yes. Okay. Was that like the next day? No. Well, how did it work? He fell, I think it was later on in the day. He, it, it was crazy though. He tips back this giant chair, which, ugh, it's just a big dad mistake. Like, we used to keep him on these giant heavy chairs way away from all the counters He'd sit, they'd sit there and eat, had a great time, but they grow. And what used and to be way reach. far away, suddenly his legs reach and you don't even know. I just remember catching it in the corner of my eye. I couldn't get there in time because I was coming around the corner or wherever. And just down he went backwards, boom, banged his head, maybe on the way down, maybe snapped it against the chair. I'm like, holy crap, my kids got brain damage. I was freaking out. He cries for like a minute, if even. He's like, oh, cry, cry. I, I get him. I hold him. He hugs me. There's blood all over my hand, all over the towel. I grab the towel. He's like, huh. He stops. It's not even a minute. I'm like, Allie, buddy, all right? He's like, my head hurts. <laughs> I'm like, what the fudge? <laughs> like, he was fine. I'm like, this is weird. So I clean him all up, call the wife. She immediately calls for urgent care. She came because I had to go to work. So she came and brought him in. He did great at urgent care. No signs of concussion. We're like, what? I mean, he cranked his head. I mean, he is. This during big... the day, though, when urgent care is open? Yeah, it was. It was first yeah. thing in the morning. This happened during the breakfast. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right, Jason, my turn. So my son was younger. I think maybe three or four. He was walking into the house from our back porch, and there's a step up, and he like stumbled on the way, and he smacked his forehead like on the step over oh, right the edge yeah and he Oof. didn't break the skin but immediately and i was like sitting there and i didn't really see it happen but i was on the porch and then somebody uh like he kind of got up and then he went and somebody else grabbed him and then gave him to me and he had this like and this egg was like immediately and it was all the kinds of the wrong color so my wife called the doctor and the doctor said no more monkeys jumping no more bed. monkeys uh. <laughs> uh and the doctor said um if the like uh, swelling is out, like away from your brain, then don't go in. Like, and uh, again, I'm not a doctor, so don't take any of my medical anything that I tell you on the show as uh, away you know, from your brain. Yeah. How do you know as if it's going? It, because it was visible. Like, <clears throat> if they whack their head like that and the swelling goes inside, because like, it's mm. going to swell, I guess one way or the oh, other. Oh, that's really bad. Then it then that's when you have to be really. Worried how do you know about. if swelling goes inside? Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. you don't see it. But, but maybe then it's just not swelling. swelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you could tell, and then the that, kid's going to start. I don't like that squirrel. doctor. Ask well, him if his brain hurts. Well, what he, he said says, was maybe <laughs> he said don't come in, right? Because he said as long as the swelling comes out, and the swelling was going out very quickly and a lot, oh, then okay. you don't have to worry as much, and you don't don't come in unless you know some other symptoms show up. So if there's gotcha. no swelling, or you know, then you can't see the swelling. Then probably he would have said, "I hit his head really that hard, and there's no swelling." Then probably bring them in. That's probably what yeah, he was I saying. Yeah. 
Hit so. us as hard, no swelling. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm the only one that did not go to the doctor. It was nighttime. Well, we didn't we go. Had to go. We the- called. Because, but he called, said, yeah. if you can see the swelling, if the giant egg is appearing, then you don't have to come in. Put ice on it, do all that stuff, and then you know monitor them. But if nothing else happens, then you're probably going to be, you know, okay. Yeah. Years later, he's one. throwing Chitigo pieces at me, so maybe we made the wrong call. I don't know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's a tough one. And then I think the number one answer is uh, concussion watch right away. Always, which is the worst. Wake him up every 15 minutes, which is impossible. If it's late at night, yeah, you don't uh, – I mean, it was early enough in the evening where it wasn't time for bed yet. I had, I, I, We had a couple hours before I was like, all right. She can go to sleep. And she had to sleep on her face because, yeah, the whole time she's like, my head still hurts. I'm like, it's going to hurt for like a week. <laughs> this is not like you can't wear a hat. You know, it's it's not good. But uh, it healed up. I haven't checked it out recently. I should go take a look at it. It's in her hair. So who knows? Yeah, it's probably they heal quick, those kids. You know, it's insane. It's not yeah, fair. I know. They heal quickly and completely. Can we get like blood transfusions from them? To us, does that does it work um, that way? It's a vampire. That's probably not really good in the long run. <laughs> we live too long as it is. What? <laughs> he's missing his cue. I know. Ah, I'm waiting for someone else to do it. What are we supposed to do then? How do we end the show?